1: more details. Welcome to Car Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works.
2: Hi, and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm your host, Scott Benjamin. I am Ben Bolin. And I am Kurt Guerin. And today, oh, you know what? Actually, before we even get into our topic, I was going to jump right in there, both feet, but uh, but I think uh, there's something that we had talked about on the last show that I think we still have to address and that is your brand-new car, your, or your new-to-you car. Right, my new-to-me car. So tell us what it is, and you've been in this thing for about a week, so tell us a little yeah. bit about it. Didn't we, uh,
3: did we mention, th- did we men- not talk about this we
2: we've, we've talked about what it was, but you were a day away from picking it up. Oh, that's right, yeah. So
3: I took possession on a 2017 Ford Escape, a little over 60,000 miles on it, but I got a great deal, mm-hmm. so I, I am currently selling trying to sell my Monte Carlo. That's a whole different bag of Badgers. But so far, I really enjoy it. You know how it is if you've owned older cars for a while. First off, also never buy a brand new car. If you've driven around older cars for a while, it feels like the frickin' future. When you hop into anything uh, that's built more <laughs> recently, Yeah, I uh, i was looking into escapes because I did a fantastic, blazing road trip from Atlanta to New Orleans in back in a 2015 Ford Escape that was a hybrid and to be honest I probably killed the hybrid uh with a little bit of a lead foot on the <laughs> way back to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I shaved a, a probably about an hour off whatever the average drive time would be. Oh, I thought well, you were going to say your life. <laughs> well i, I may be have shaved a, a may have shaved a few days off my girlfriend's life she was not happy with my driving the scary trip huh? well we had places to be yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I had an appointment in atlanta at that time anyway but this car <laughs> this car's neat and it's weird when you start driving in um you know again in newer vehicles this is the first car i've ever had that has a backup camera oh cool that i'm like maybe learning to trust but i still have to you know i still have to Pop my hand over the shotgun seat and do the turnaround.
2: You're living in the future, man. Because I've, I've, you know, driven relatives' cars that have backup cams. Yeah, and they've only been around for like ten years now.
3: Right, right. Uh, but
2: none of my cars have ever had them. But, uh, but that is definitely a futuristic thing, and it's tough to, it's tough to get accustomed to trusting that. Isn't I it? don't
3: think I will. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm always going to have to do a, a physical eye check. Uh, I don't use it, but I want to make sure. Kurt, any experience with a backup cam? Very little, maybe in a rental car. Yeah, every now and then. But
2: do you trust it? No, no. Because I when (laughs) you look at the screen,
4: (laughs) I just I can't get used to what I'm seeing exactly. Like looking to the right and the left, you have to just you have to be familiar with the visual that the screen gives you in order to get a good feel about what's to the right or left of the car. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can see behind you, great, but then. This little fish eyed off to the side. so uh, yeah yes. you don't get a good sense of distance and size or even if <laughs> what it is you, it's always good to look you' be fight. like oh there's yeah. nothing
2: coming from the left except a, a greyhound uh, it's just a and you're like oh that's not a dog that's a, that's painted on the side of a bus <laughs> if I
3: yeah if I had a uh, it was a terrible had, joke you're working live <laughs> uh, so if I had a if I had like a kid or a new driver and I was uh, letting them learn that sort of stuff then I would probably do the old. You know, parking lot of a school on a weekend kind of thing, and be like, "All right, just turn on that back camera and just go in circles." <laughs> well, aside, you know, figure aside it out. use that to drive.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> aside from aside from the backup camera, what, what's your overall impression of this thing? I mean, you, is it? Uh, so it. it's like it's like future. Oh, you do love it. Okay, so you're I not. Like it. Are you? Are you, uh, are you still? Reminiscing about what it was like to drive the money car. Absolutely. Mean, yeah, I kind of thought you would. Be. <laughs> Absolutely. So, anything that you're looking forward to? Oh, have you jumped it yet? Have you jumped it? I have not jumped it. <laughs> oh,
3: come on. You've had it like two weeks now. What's going on? Uh, yeah, not yet. Okay, um, well. I'm doing a lot of, uh, I broke out my old map where I have the, uh, you know about this one, Scott. I have these concentric circles where I mapped out how long it takes to drive somewhere and back. So that, and I've had this since I started driving. So that I could figure out, you know, if I have forty-eight hours, and I cut in like of that forty-eight hours, I cut in six hours of sleep every twenty-four hours. Then how far can I get? How far can I come back? Right? Mm-hmm. Or how 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 Very far smart. can I get in that time? We'll see, man. It's also it becomes uh it it, it transcends habit into addiction but i've got some cool day trips lined up i've got one really close by the way this weekend as we're recording it i'm taking some of our colleagues up to a hindu temple in uh georgia it's it's pretty neat it's legit man okay and uh also you know i'm still a cheapskate it's also free to go <laughs> so it's, so it's like if you uh. ever you know uh scott if you want to if you want to get the kids some culture on a on a little day trip it's it's very reasonable to get there, and they've got a got a cool temple. They've got a um, they've got a can I say kick ass? They have a kick ass mm-hmm. gift shop, uh, a little snack shop. The only thing they ask is that you know you have to not wear shoes in the temple. You have to not speak in the temple. A rule that is regularly disregarded by children. I should I should mention. And the third one, the third rule, which might be a little weird, <laughs> is they they ask you not to bring. Meat onto the premises, and it's worded in such a way that, like, you ever read laws or rules, and you think, "What the heck happened?" Yeah, I feel like some somebody must have run in there, just like covered in barbecue sauce and ribs or something, because they're very hardcore about the meat thing. That's literally the only thing they're very hardcore well, about. Well, surely can bring beef jerky.
2: I mean, it's got to be exception
3: to the rule. I will right? ask. And it's a cured I, this, meat this it's weekend. A, it, I will ask. It's a dried meat.
2: You can put it in your pocket. It's got to be all right.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, me, this is just my pocket yeah, this
2: just <laughs> This pepperoni. What, what's wrong with that? It came with the pants. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but, yeah, long answer short, man, yeah, I am really happy to be back on the road is are there other cars that I would, you know, that, that I would want? Well, sure. There are always going to be other cars. I got I got close to I got close to making some less well informed decisions. Let's mm-hmm. say because you know how it is, like
2: oh, it's an emotional decision sometimes.
3: Yeah, and you're making it whenever you're making a big purchase. You know, there are all kinds of psychological factors that come into play where you think, for instance, I'm just I'm making up numbers, right? But let's say you're going to pay, you're getting some super high end car, and it's like eighty thousand dollars, and then you see another car. And it's 95000 but by the time you're already spending eighty grand, you are like, well, how much is it, you know, what, what price can you put on happiness, right? And you go back and you try to persuade your significant other that you're not crazy, you know? I, we've all been in some variation of that. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, it's, here's the thing, though. We've also been, whenever we buy a car new to us or brand new, new or used, whatever, we always know that there are some owner modifications we have to make, Right. It could be something sim- as simple as, you know, getting some tuning done, getting some wheels that you prefer. It could be, oh, God, like, what's that stuff I hate? Rain-X. You know, like, it's time to put the Rain-X on. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Scott loves Scotch Raiders. guard
4: on the seats.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, all, all those little things. Uh, but one thing that I've been considering, and I am not alone in this, The thing I've been considering adding to this new car would be dash cams, front and back.
2: Nicely done. I would as well enjoy a dash cam. I
3: I don't know if I want it all
2: the time, though, and I've got kind of... uh uh, a few stipulations that would have to be in place I guess before I ever purchased one. Maybe we'll discuss those at some yeah, point there down are the some road. what what about you Kurt? Do you think you would ever go for a dash cam?
4: Yeah, especially after doing a little research for this conversation here.
2: Yeah, exactly. And we're going to talk about some interesting things in this in this podcast that maybe people haven't really considered when they're looking at a dash cam because I mean we've we've all seen dash cam footage that's, you know, either one it's either hilarious, right? Or you're watching something that is well, it's practically like tragedy unfolding in front of you. If you happen to see one that's like that, you see some interesting things, like newsworthy things. You find, um, well, you know what? Maybe maybe we should just let some of these go until we until we actually get to them, because there's some uh, there's some other twists to this whole thing that that I find fascinating, and some ways that you can. Uh, use dash cams either to your advantage or maybe even to your disadvantage, as we'll we'll discuss. But, but we've probably we've got we've wanted to do a show on dash cams for a long time. It's not like they're a brand new technology, of course. And I know we've talked about, you know, dash cam footage that we've seen, you know, some some funny, some unique things that we've seen or uh just in passing, you know, nothing really in depth. But um we haven't really talked about like, you know, who needs them or how much they cost or what they do or, you know, the 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 real the intent behind them, the, the real purpose behind them. So there's a, a lot of angles here that we just have never covered over the over the past years. I mean, I know we've we've again just touched on a few things, but uh, we've never really. Talked about them in one complete show, and I think with Kurt here and uh, with Ben here and and myself, we, we should be able to have a, a pretty decent discussion about what we've seen, what we know about them. Um, I, I don't know if this is necessarily the place, and I, I hope I'm not you know raining on anybody's parade here when I say that I don't think we're going to like you know recommend one specific model for you to get that that's the best one or anything like that. This technology changes. Relatively quickly, just like you would expect. There might be some that are that are recommended by certain you know websites like CNET or you know any consumer consumer guide or you know places like that that might say this is the best one right now for the its price point, and that's fine. We can talk about those. And but, there's
3: such a variety of price point. Right? Yeah.
2: Oh, there really are. Yeah. That's another thing. Is is. The incredible variety of prices. I think Kurt and I were talking off air about the uh, the gap between the lowest and the highest price one that I was able to find. And it's it's uh, it's immense. It's a mm-hmm. huge difference. But what you get is also completely different. So we can we can dive into all this. But I think that it's something that's it's worthwhile talking about because it seems like uh, we would all benefit from something like this. I mean, almost everybody. And Ben, you had mentioned to me uh, off air as well that um, and and to Kurt that. You almost see this as becoming like maybe a um, a required feature on cars. Absolutely, soon. Yeah, some type, absolutely. Something
3: that is mandated, right? And the reason, yeah, yeah. And the reason I feel that's a solid bet is because of the rise of onboard camera technology that we're, we already have for you know parking assistance, like a rear view camera, right? Mm-hmm. Also, in terms of uh, insurance and determining liability, it's. It's a no-brainer for insurance companies. The way that I would see it happening is, I would see, I would see certain uh, models or types of dash cams being incentivized by private insurance companies. So it, just like a lot of these uh, insidious kind of overarching systems, it rarely starts out as something you have to do. It starts out as something you can opt into for a discount, right? Mm-hmm. And then a few years later. The, the discount becomes less and less important because the true cost of insurance in everybody's head is the cost uh, of insurance that you pay when you have a dash cam, because of course you would. Why wouldn't you? Of course you they would. They normalize it. That's what I think is happening.
2: You, it's going to become normalized technology is I what you think. See, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, really think so. I mean, for, but right now, like, think about who needs these right now. It, it, for for my short list of people that needs them, and this probably includes everybody, really, but for now, you know, truck drivers, fleet owners, Bus drivers, anybody that drives for maybe a, uh, a shared ride company like Uber or Lyft, you know, those drivers, they need them. They, they point them the opposite direction to uh, point inside the vehicle for safety. So they use them as well. Taxi drivers, of course. Um, and, the, and the general idea is that, you know, you get this uh, a camera that, that records a wide angle of view. A lot of times you'll see the, the angle as one of the f- uh, selling features on the, on the cameras, typically like 170, 180 degrees. So you get a, a wide angle. And it's just a constant recording of of what's happening in front of the vehicle or wherever that lens happens to be pointing. it might be pointing inside the vehicle, as we said, for a a shared driver. But you also could have multiple cameras on the car. You could have all all different variations of this. but you know, so these views are all from you know one or more viewpoints. And as Ben said, this could be extremely valuable for insurance companies if they decided that, you know, if you have a, a dash cam on your car, we're going to give you a, a bit of a cut rate on your premium for the next six months or the you know, next year, or whatever, um, as long as you keep that on and make that available to us if there is an accident, if there is a problem. And, uh, and of course, you would agree, you would have to agree to that. You know, I guess once that's all in place, uh, you can, again, count on that benefit coming through even though you have to invest in the technology to begin with or if you're lucky enough maybe you've got a car that already has this built in because there are cars that have systems built in that will do this already now i would have to assume that this encompasses almost any car right now that is claiming to be uh driverless any car that is claiming to have an autonomous mode sure because the one in particular that i'm thinking of is one that we've seen in recent news and maybe the two of you have also seen this but Uh, There's something in the Tesla models that's called Sentry Mode. Have you heard of Tesla Sentry Mode? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this is uh, something that uses the, uh, the Tesla cam videos, I guess, as dash cam footage. And Sentry Mode is something, is a mode that you can put the car in that, again, uses the cameras. And there are eight cameras in total on the new Tesla model. So, there's a lot of them. I mean, they're forward facing. Rearward facing, you know, uh, left, right, that you know, it's it's they're all over the place. These these cameras, you can look up the locations if you want, but they capture video of vandals that might be uh, up to no good around your vehicle, and it does this in a pretty cool fashion. I think um, I've watched some people try to trigger the system, you know, just see what it takes to activate the system because you do have to put your car into Sentry mode. It's not going to automatically do that, and you do have to. They say install. The dash cam, but it's not really installing it. It's just more like having access to it. So there's very specific steps you have to go through in order to set up your Tesla cam system in order to make it work this way. But if you have a, a Tesla car that was built after August of 2017, any of these models, the Model 3, the Model S, or the Model X, uh, you will have that feature available to you as of February of 2019. So you can activate this, but again, you have to go through the process to be able to do it. It's very effective but it does activate all these cameras when there is a presence noted around your vehicle that looks like they're up to no good. And it's funny to watch, you know, the videos. On, you can watch them on YouTube or whatever video platform you want, but you'll see an owner trying to trigger his own sentry mode, you know, trying to trigger the the camera. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. So it's kind of comical, you know, like what works. Like, all right, I'm, I'm pretending as if I'm walking through a parking lot next to my car, and, uh, you know, he's in his driveway doing this. Like, I'm walking next to the parking, uh, a parked car here, doesn't turn on but he'll stop and look in the window of the car and it will turn on it'll activate it and one of the most clever things about this is that the cameras pick up you know all of them activate and you know it picks up audio and everything the the really cool part about this is that it's always recording anyway so if you've got it in the sentry mode let's say that an action happens like someone bumps into your car in the parking lot and they leave you know that happens a lot you know they'll, right. they'll open the door into it sure. or park you know parking they may bump your bumper What's really cool about this is that the recording is actually beginning, the the recording that you're accessing is recording 10 minutes before the action was detected. So because it's continually going, it recognizes that moment when something happens. That's the moment that it actually activates and turns on, but you get video and audio from 10 minutes prior to that because of the continuous
3: record. Which is smart. You know, I like that because we've all been... At least adjacent to a situation where we see a bumper, uh, like a little, a little bit of paint is lost on one bumper or another. It's a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Someone misjudged the distance or something, or someone was a jerk with a shopping cart. I saw something years ago on the internet, and this was a true story. Some somebody got their car hit, and then they came out of you know whatever store they were in, and they see this little like piece of notebook paper on the windshield and this person said hi i'm sorry i bumped into your car uh i don't have any money uh and i'm not gonna give you any of my information but somebody saw it happen so i'm writing this note and i was like wow that's (laughs) it's pretty cold that's pretty cold too. what kind of sociopath is out there in the uh, parking lot of the bed bath and beyond Uh, (laughs) or whatever
2: Um, also you know you're captured on on surveillance cameras you're gonna get caught
3: Right, right. My conscience wouldn't allow
1: this. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
0: Here's a question. Have you ever been prescribed a medication? Most likely, yes. Well, what about this question? Did you understand how it worked? The way your medication works in your body shouldn't be a mystery. Learn how VivGart, FGart Tigamod Alpha FCAB works by visiting vivgart.com slash MOA. That's vyvgar dot slash MOA. Brought to you by Argenics.
5: Upgrade your home now at Blinds.com's anniversary sale and celebrate savings up to 50% off premium window treatments for years to come. Shop for your house from the comfort of home for modern Roman and woven wood shades, shutters, motorized options, and more 100% online. Blinds.com invented the better way to shop. No salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or have Blinds.com handle it. Unlimited windows for just one low cost. Our design experts can help you select the perfect styles to fit your home and your budget totally free. We'll even send you samples fast and free. At Blinds.com, you get upfront pricing with no hidden fees, free shipping, plus our 100% satisfaction guarantee. So raise a toast. To Blinds.com and make this an anniversary sale to remember. Shop Blinds.com's anniversary sale happening right now for up to 50% off. Save up to 50% at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: There are people out there who will rationalize doing completely irresponsible things, and that's why I think it's better for everybody. If we all have dash cams, asterisk because I do have some concerns. Okay. Right. But um, to step back, you know, one thing we didn't say uh, the way that a the way that a dash cam is typically going to work it's going to be uh, it's not going to be as fancy as the Tesla Sentry Mode. Yeah, That's like very high end. Right now, yeah. Instead, it's going to be something like a a small thing mounted on your windshield, often with a suction cup, right? Um, And some you can use permanent adhesive on, but that's a commitment, Mm -hmm. especially if it breaks or you want to upgrade. To your point, Scott, about how fast the technology is evolving, and then it typically records on a micro SD card, right?
4: Yeah, some sort of internal or external type of storage.
3: And then you have to be careful because... In many of these devices, the footage will just be collected until that card is at capacity, Mm -hmm. and then it'll just loop and start erasing everything. Yeah, it
2: starts to rewrite the old files. And so old videos are often recorded over unless you stop them, if there's an event of some sort, you know, an accident or, you know, an occurrence of whatever that you want to see. Like maybe maybe you were driving home and, you know, a deer ran in front of you, in front of your car, and it was so close you couldn't believe it, but then you want to check the footage when you get home to see how close it really was. Just, you know, something cool like that might have happened. Or you might have uh, witnessed an accident and you want, you know, that person to uh, have some sort of benefit from your foot your file footage. You know, you can you can offer that to them if you wanted to. Or, you know, it could be something that you're involved in as well. It could be that. Uh, it could just be a picturesque drive. Maybe you want uh, something sure. kind of cool to upload if you're driving the uh, Tale of the Dragon or something like that. Yeah. You know, some really interesting road or, um, you know, some, somewhere like that. Now, we've, we've seen, you know, people use uh, GoPros for this for a long, long time. But it's slightly different. The GoPros just record until the battery's dead, or you know the space is filled up, and they're thirsty beasts. Yeah, they really are. I mean, we've had experience with them in yeah. that road rally that we did. But we were continually changing batteries and, and locations and moving it all over the place. And we had we had several of them going all at once. Uh, that was kind of a different thing. It's not it's not like a a, a purpose built dash cam that is mounted in one spot all the time. It never moves. It's got power from the uh, from the car systems. You know, it's it's like an accessory that's running all the time. It's just a, it's a different beast, really. But I will tell you this. I, I was surprised to find that you can, if you wanted to, you know, everybody's got a, a smartphone in their pocket, right? And chances are you've got an old smartphone that's sitting in a desk door somewhere, mm-hmm. likely. You can turn that old smartphone into a dash cam if you want there are apps that are available that you can use to uh, you can download that and use your smartphone as a dash cam and it does have a lot of the features that you would expect in other dash cams only the storage is a little bit different the way the files are are saved and rewritten are different on some i know that you know that doesn't apply to every single app that might be out there but it will give you things that you didn't expect to have on a smartphone-type device like this, like, you know, where it will timestamp the, the image. It'll also tell you, you know, critical information, like your speed, your, loca- your maybe your location, probably, if you have GPS involved. But um, it could also show you, you know, which direction you're headed. Uh, just it could be a lot of valuable information for you if you need it in, uh, let's say, a court case, because you can take uh, footage from dash cams into uh, a courtroom situation and show them. They've been used many, many
3: times mm-hmm. to prove innocence in a lot of cases. Ah, yes, yes, because we're also interacting with the world of scams here, right? Yes. So we've got—think uh, about it this way. All right, so you're you're the esteemed Kurt Guerin, and you are driving down the streets of Mumbai or something, and you've paused, Kurt. You, you stopped maybe at a stoplight or stop sign or something. And then out of nowhere, someone runs toward your car. They slam their hands on the hood and then they throw themselves on it, then throw themselves back on the ground. uh, And then have some accomplices who are ready to go to court and say that you hit this person. You hit a pedestrian. They saw it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Luckily for you, you have a dash cam. it's right there uh, in the vicinity of your rearview mirror. And that dash cam, let's say you have a 16 gigabyte SD card. It's been recording for up to two hours. And so you can say, all right, that's fine, buddy. I will see you in court. And then, like you said, Scott, you can play the footage of you at a full stop when this guy runs up and then, you know, fakes his injury or fakes this accident.
2: And as ridiculous as that sounds... Uh, how many videos of that have we seen in the last week when we're researching this?
3: This is a real thing., yeah, Kurt, that's probably I, the reason
2: that we see a lot of cameras in certain areas of the world. I think so, too. I mean, how many how many times did we see the scenario that that Ben was talking about play out in the videos that we watched? You know, the compilations of dashcam dash cam footage? No, oh, they're everywhere. Uh, yeah, there are. there' is, it's different people... scenarios. But... there was a guy. there was a guy that I saw run and dive onto someone's hood, and he and I'm this is the worst one I saw. He repeatedly smashed his own head into the windshield until the windshield broke, and then he fell on the ground. So this guy was really into it. I mean, he was, a, for the money. he was going for big money. It wasn't just, you know, you knock me down and I'm a little hurt. It's, it's I've got a cut on my head now. You hit me hard enough and fast enough, but the footage shows that the guy, you know, the driver had stopped long before the, the man even a. a you know, was near the vehicle, 10 right. feet from the car, uh, he dove onto the hood and then smashed his head into the windshield three or four times and then rolled onto the ground. And that happens over and over and over again. It happens with, uh, you'll see bicycle riders doing, the, trying to pull the same scam. Of course, cars will try to pull the scam, same scam. And and Kurt, you and I talked about this before. This is, uh, is big time insurance uh, fraud, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah, there's a couple of different uh, ways that they can do this. There's, um, there actually, I've looked this up. There, there are four main types of staged accidents that scammers will try to pull on you on the road that can be thwarted with the dash cam.
3: Now, I remember we talked years and years ago about common accident scams. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, this list may be news. I suspect. Mm. I strongly suspect it has some golden oldies on there. I right? think that it does. <laughs> yeah. All these right.
2: are now these are staged accidents. You got to remember this. But uh, I guess the uh, the golden or what is it? The golden lining in this, uh, silver silver lining? silver lining.
3: I'm terrible with these things. The, yeah. the silver
2: lining on this cloud, this
3: puffy cloud. Yeah. I, some, you had a real hard time with leading a horse somewhere. But yeah. Okay.
2: Whatever. <laughs> it's a, it, it, the idea. The, the good part about this is you can have a dash cam and uh, and get out of any of these situations if you happen to have this recorded. Now, here's the problem. Yeah. Still, a lot of people don't have dash cams, right? I mean, right. They're not, not
3: mandatory, and no also one, it's an expense.
2: Well, no one in this room has one yet.
3: No, I don't, but I, I, I'm getting
2: some. I honestly think that it's not a bad idea for, you know, all of us to get one, and probably I'm, I might even look into the one from, you know, my wife's car or my daughter's car just because of what we've seen, but these four types of scams, these four accidents, um, they actually name them. There's the drive-down, which involves a scammer who motions for a victim to move forward or to, you know, merge into a lane or to go ahead. Like, you've all seen this, right? You stop, someone kind of motions you through, sure. you start to go. Well, they would then begin to go as well. And then the person that, you know, they have motioned would wreck into them. That would be the problem. You know, it would be your problem. It would be the merging victim's problem because the scammer would deny motioning them forward at all. They would say, like, no, I never did that. I don't know what happened. You just cut right into me. But you would be able to, to spot that on... A, a good quality dash cam. There's the panic stop. I think this is one that we're all familiar with from those videos that we've watched, the compilations. Uh, this is one where someone in front of you just jams on the brakes for no reason. It, it could be a green light, they slam on the brakes, and uh, you you just smash right in the back of them. And partially what happens here is not just, you know, like they, they slam on the brakes and hope someone uh, isn't paying attention. They're watching the rear view mirror for somebody to either look down or to look out the window to the left or right.
3: Maybe, maybe, um, uh, maybe hold up a phone like this.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. They are, they're watching for something like this to happen. Like for you to just for a second not pay attention, that's when they apply the brakes, and that's when you smash into them, making it your fault, of course. Uh, it's a dirty game. Uh, yeah, there's some, also,
4: sometimes they'll even back up into you if oh, there's no one else yes. around.
2: This is, Oh, So you've seen that then, right? Yeah. Okay, so what happens?
4: Well, they're trying to get you to rear-end them by repeatedly hitting their brakes and then if you're paying attention they'll just ease back into you
2: oh see on the dash cam you actually see the reverse lights yeah as they back into you which is super frustrating that it happens but yeah it seems like a lot of times the second that the driver gets out of the you know the the victim gets out and points at the dash cam or says i have a dash cam the car that's in front decides they're just going to take off, and and they leave. You know, of course, yeah. you've got their license plate information. You've got now maybe even a physical description of them if they get out of the vehicle— yeah. Um you know you're able to see that on that on that uh, that footage, but uh, it's it's invaluable because otherwise guess who's at fault in that situation all they have to do
3: is just a he said she said mm-hmm. situation in court right and given the location of the damage, yeah. it's gonna be the person in the car in the rear car exactly yeah. right and but I unless, mean, there's unless there's a witness oh. there or unless there's sometimes... a witness which there's sometimes
4: a there's cameras everywhere, so you never know. <laughs> but <Okay>. the scammers bring <laughs> their
3: own witnesses.
4: Okay, <laughs> If you're going to back into somebody and make it look like a rear-ender, though, you're pretty desperate. You know, right. Your you just, scam has gotten to good, desperate
2: levels. Good point. You have just touched on something that I feel—okay, we're in the middle of our list here. Yeah. Uh, two more, but um, a lot of times what will happen when something like this happens, especially the pedestrian accidents that we talked about before— suddenly, out of nowhere, uh, there are many witnesses, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they look like about the same age and, the, you know, the same group of people as as the uh, the person that's sure. been wronged yeah, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll step out from the shadows, and there's, like, three witnesses. They've got, you know, phones in their hand. They're taking still photographs of their friend who was on a skateboard seconds ago uh. laying in front of your car, you know, saying that they were just hit, but they weren't even hit at all. They just laid down in front of you. So they, these witnesses appear, and you know, you get out again and show them, I've got a dash cam, a lot of times they will just take off running. And I've seen it many times on these dash cam videos. On but, both sides yeah, of this scam, the, right? The, and the other thing that happens, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The other the other thing, the other thing that uh, that occurs is they may have even, you know, somebody that comes by and says, oh, hey, you know what? I've got a repair shop uh, nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can hook you up with, uh, you know, um, just a cash deal so why don't you just come over and pay me $500 cash and I'll replace that bumper and, you know, no insurance will get involved, that kind of thing. So that happens. And then there's other another scam where people pull up, like suddenly, what do you know? There's a tow truck right there. It uh, happens to be two cars away from the car that you just hit. And they stop and offer their assistance and it's the same situation. Now they've got your car. Or the, the, uh, the other car. And they're saying, well, why don't you just pay for the tow to the shop and we'll figure it out? And it, it ends up being like a cash transaction. Never, never let that happen. But um, it, there's so many different levels to these scams. It's unbelievable when you really think about it. I, I had two more real quick ones, if you don't mind. But these are, these are the, uh, the staged accidents. There's also the sideswipe. Which is, uh, you know, we can all picture this, too, I think. And it's one we've talked about, Ben. The old sideswipe. Yeah. <laughs> this is when there are two turn lanes. Like, picture two left turn lanes. And the scammer will take the outside lane. And as the victim starts to make the inside turn, the scammer just waits for them to get a little bit too close to that outside lane, which often happens. You know, the right in front of your car. And uh, they will they'll sideswipe you. And then they'll say, or they'll move their car so that your car sideswipes their car is more accurate to say. So that and you it, hit maybe the back quarter of their vehicle. Exactly right. And then they will speed up and, and uh, you know, sometimes, you know, of course, cause this accident to happen. And then, of course, say that, you know, you you came over too far into the outside lane. It was your fault, et cetera. But dash cams will take care of this as well.
3: There's another interesting thing there, too, that makes that scam believable. And it's that a lot of people, when they're taking turns on a double turn lane, whether right or left, A lot of people are really garbage about staying in their own lane, Mm -hmm. anyway. Yes, I I don't understand why. It's one of those many, many things that I will not hesitate to go a little road rage, judge, judge, jury execution. Yeah, yeah.
2: happens daily, doesn't it? I mean, it really
3: does.
4: I mean, just it's it's just it's so elementary. Well, it's usually the outside person cutting in, right? You know, it's usually going too far, you know, going too wide, switching lanes in
3: the intersection. Yeah, you know, because they're like, oh, it's easier to make the the right on red here, but then I'll just sort of, I, I I don't know, I'll just sort of wobble my car into the lane that <laughs> I would ideally have liked to have been in yeah. at some point.
2: That's uh, that's that's really hoping that's that's putting a lot of faith in the, in the fact that somebody's going to allow you in too, because a lot of people that are aggressively defending that uh, for whatever reason they're aggressively defending that fifteen feet of pavement in front of their car. I don't oh, yeah. know why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it happens. Hey, uh, what's number four? The number four, uh, oddly enough, it's named my favorite dance move: the uh, the the swoop and squat. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm just kidding. I don't uh, I don't dance. Scott, I do the. I, uh... I, I kind of you know it's been said around the office that I I do have a bit of a dancer's body, and I don't know if that's true or not.
3: I think it's because going back to the Usain Bolt stuff from a previous episode, Probably. I think it's because. Of the energy you put into your daily running it must be yes yeah, you're training yeah it, it probably is
2: my training yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty intense um, and you know you've seen people how can I, see that I mean yeah. you've seen how how I eat you know I, I eat a lot mm-hmm. I mean so you know you it's have clear to, yeah. to keep topped up on but energy really it's
3: just fuel <laughs> right for the machine well also <laughs> you know this the swoop and squat I don't know if you know this Kurt uh Scott is the what was it it was he is the champion of the swoop, swoop and squat in southern northwest Ohio, it's, it's a it, very small region. But yeah, um, but you're number one I'm, there. The, I'm the best. Well, that dance is really big there. That's the
4: hotbed. <laughs> yeah, so that's where. If you're gonna do the swoop and I, squat, that's where you go.
3: That's where you can. I have
2: eat. a I have a satin jacket with that embroidered on the back.
3: It's very classy. <laughs> yeah, there very are classy. a lot of initials. <laughs> Because <laughs> again, it's a very discreet part of Ohio. Yeah, okay. I'm so sorry, man. What's number four?
2: <laughs> okay, this has gone silly enough. I guess uh, the swoop and squat. This is another, um, of course, another staged accident. And of course, this involves where the uh, the scammer passes the victim and then merges ahead of them while applying the brakes, and then the victim can't react in time and then rear ends the scammer. Now, this sometimes will be played out with two cars, two two scammer cars, which is I find I find. Kind of extra elaborate, really. Um, And and this is when the first car has passed the victim. The second car then pulls ahead of both of them and then slams on the brakes, then making the middle car then have to slam on their brakes. And that's where the accident happens. And then the first car that caused all this leaves. And of course, there's no blame to be had in that, right? Because, uh, hey, I had to stop fast as well because that car was stopping. So they they had an extra level to this whole thing. But that has also been captured by dash cams many, many times in the past. You can watch examples of all of these happening on dash cams, which I find really fascinating because you can just watch these things unfold once you know what to watch for. And, you know, I, I don't know for sure, but... Have you ever felt like you've been, like, kind of part of something like that? I mean, you're in traffic, and someone is just braking completely irrationally. Someone is, uh, you know, almost... It feels intentional that they're trying to get you to ram the back end of their car, and you're trying to be careful, and yeah. it, it just feels like that. Yesterday, I had a very close moment on the freeway, which is terrifying. Someone came to a near dead stop, I mean, from freeway speeds. Wow. Almost dead stop to get over a lane for no
3: good reason. That's so ridiculous. Uh, it
2: was unbelievable. There's that. There's that, like three or five seconds where you are just confident that you're not only going to hit that bumper in front of you and that luckily didn't happen and then you look behind you and you're like oh that guy's going to hit me it's going to it's going to happen here it comes and then it doesn't and you're just like so happy when all that has passed but also angry at that person Mm -hmm. because you know what what kind of fool does something like that on a freeway but again you, you know there's moments like that when you think all right if something bad did happen I, I would have been in a much better condition going into court trying to fight this thing if I had footage from a dash cam.
3: And furthermore, I'm just going to hobby horse this a second because I, I'm setting something up here, guys. Furthermore, if everybody has a dash cam because it's mandatory, then you will have multiple reports of anything like that, even if it's not a scam, even if it's someone who is just genuinely a bad driver because they're a dumb person, yeah, you uh, just you're just really terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, even then, there will be multiple angles. It will be impossible to try to spin a different narrative. I'm setting that up. Because I would like to take a moment, if it's OK, to talk about uh, my pressing concerns, my anti-Dashcam. Oh, yeah, philosophy. just I feel like we need to say this. So not only will not only will th- this sort of technology, in my mind, become mandatory in the near- to mid future, but also cars will, the, the trend of cars being connected to the web, is unfortunately going to continue, right? Mm -hmm. Everything your phone can do, your car can do, uh, and then your car will be able to do more. You'll be connected, especially like you said, Scott, with the rise of autonomous vehicles, will be connected in these massive citywide or regional grids, right? Mm -hmm. And That'll happen way before we get any kind of federal level thing, of course, because technology always outpaces legislation. The problem with this is that, we will have very few privacy, like actionable privacy guarantees. Mm -hmm. And this stuff will start running through, like as soon as these dash cams are connected to the cloud, right, they'll be on all the time. Why wouldn't you turn it off? Right? It may be illegal to operate a vehicle without a working dash cam at some point.
2: Where am I supposed to smoke my crack? Right. Where is Scott supposed said to smoke that? his crack? That wasn't me. That was someone in the back of the room. Didn't you hear
3: that? It was oh, like yeah, way up in guy's the corner. Name yeah, is also Scott. Okay. My bad. It's short for Scottathan.
2: <laughs> no, no, really. Like, wait, I mean, so the stuff that you do in your private car is then going to be public
3: knowledge. Or that's the problem. Right, right, right. Uh, and that could go with, uh, you know, that's going to be tied to GPS data as well. Um, it's not, I'm, I'm not, of course, I'm not saying that anybody is uh, smoking drugs or that they're doing illicit stuff automatically. Speak for yourself. Okay, sorry, Scottathan. But I will say, I will say that it is a terribly misleading argument for anyone to say, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what are you so worried about? you are not doing anything wrong. What are you so worried oh, okay. about? Okay, that's yeah. just that's that's disingenuous. It's misleading, and there is the there are potential uh, there are potentially profound
1: privacy concerns when it comes to dash cams. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette. Vicks and crest plus check out new items like mr clean magic eraser ultra thick multi-surface cleaner no more sponges or other cleaning products needed and head and shoulders bare soothing hydration shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details
0: here's a question have you ever been prescribed a medication most likely yes well what about this question did you understand how it worked? The way your medication works in your body shouldn't be a mystery. Learn how VivGart, FGart Tigamod, Alpha FCAB works by visiting vivgart.com MOA. That's V-Y-V-G-A-R-T dot com slash MOA. Brought to you by Argenics. Hi, I'm Laura Vanderkam. I'm a mother of five, an author, journalist, and speaker. And I'm Sarah Hart Unger,
5: a mother of three, practicing physician, writer, and course creator. We are two working parents who love our careers and our families.
0: On the Best of Both Worlds podcast each week, we share stories of how real women manage work, family, and time for fun. We talk
5: all things planning, time management, organization, and more. We share what's worked for us and our listeners as we're building our careers and raising our families. We're here to cheer you on as you figure out how to make your days even more amazing.
0: From figuring out childcare to mapping out long term career goals, we want you to get the most out of life.
5: Listen to Best of Both Worlds every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I, okay i've had this argument for a long time about the you know i, I understand the uh, the thought behind this too, you know, a lot of people are like well i'm i 'm not doing anything I, i'm not i'm not saying anything interesting enough on my phone. Why would anybody really care about <laughs> right. listening in i don't i don't care anybody can listen in if they want to it's boring right yeah that's not the point. The point is that somebody's listening to, into a private conversation on your private phone that 's the problem, and if it becomes like this with dash cams inside your car um, audio inside the car. Cause the, you know, the audio is another element to this whole thing. And Great that's, point. you know, early on, <laughs> I'll tell you, this is one reason that I probably wouldn't want to get a dash cam in my car. Now I, I do think I want one that has video, but I don't think that I want one that has audio. And there's a couple of reasons. One is because my taste in music might suck. And, uh, you know, any type of uh, video that might appear might have some terrible music uh, applied to it, you know, which we've all seen that, too. Like, you're like, <laughs> have you ever seen those videos? And It's like a great yeah. video. Something's really cool is going to happen. But you're like, what is that person listening to? voodoo music or something. I don't know what's going on. Russian that's, that's dash cam yeah, music. Yeah, yeah it, Russian dash cam music. That's what it is. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible stuff. How many just like inane conversations have you heard on these as well? Like people just talking with their girlfriend or their husband or their wife or whatever about whatever, you know, like going to the grocery store and then something happens and they both go, oh my, you know, or right. whatever happens in front of them. You know, it's, it's, it adds a little bit of drama, sure, but you got to listen to them just ch- chit-chatting before. And yeah. that's a private conversation that's now public,
3: right? Right, they're saying stuff like, well, you know that uh that other yogurt just gives me the gas and I got I, I, I can't I can't sit in the room. all... Holy hell, yeah. what is that guy in the BMW then doing? And suddenly, <laughs> bam. Yeah,
2: and then it, something happens and you know that's the trouble, right? I mean, the, you get that that 5 or 10 seconds of conversation that you wouldn't necessarily want anybody to hear, Yeah, but it adds to the video. It's part of the video. Then the other thing is like, I don't know about you. Sometimes like when that happened yesterday that uh that event that uh that near accident yeah uh, boy, all filters are off at that point when i'm when i'm speaking i'm I no, was angry you might just consider that you know there, there's also some sometimes when something that you say could be uh misconstrued or applied to whatever you, you know like they they might hear you say something mm-hmm. aggressive or angry about that driver or right. whatever, and if you think that they're not going to go back that far in the footage, you're wrong. They're going to take all of that and maybe even more. You know, they might will, take
3: additional footage from you for a court case. The entirety of the two hours right, on that on that 16 gig. Here,
2: here's one example that I can point to in particular that, that, that showcases this. Um, there's, a, there's a guy, this is a very recent case, and I know there have been other ones, but this is a recent one that happened in, um, I'm scanning the notes here, South Wales. South Wales. So this is a guy, his name is Scott Curtis, He's 45 years old from South Wales, and he just received a jail term for two years and six months based on footage from his own dash cam. Wow. So his own dash cam convicted him, and he was a—apparently, Scott Curtis was up to no good. He's a drug dealer, and he was jailed by his own—you know, caught by his own dashboard cam— he was recorded saying as he sold he sold gear which gear means I guess um inside like drug paraphernalia It's, it's methamphetamine. Gear oh. is particularly methamphetamine. I'm so behind the times. He was he was, hey, uh, he was yeah he said well I didn't know either. I didn't. Gear? Well, I guess Kurt knew that. Kurt knew <laughs> Why would you call it gear? How do you know that Kurt? <laughs> anyway, I feel bad
3: want... cuz I say gearhead all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was, a it was a
2: different meaning, I guess. But uh, but he was saying something. I mean, he he said a few real damning things here. In his uh, he said something like uh, he doesn't do Valium, but he said he does sell gear, is what he sold. What he said. Um, it, you know, they they suspected him of of selling this, but his he was caught throwing little baggies of heroin and cocaine out of his car in some car chase. Uh, then they they caught him. You know, he claimed it wasn't he wasn't doing anything wrong. Of course, they see that he has a dash cam. So they go to the dash cam footage. They take it, it as audio as well, and they go back 2 hours in the footage and it shows him like out I think he's like polishing the hood of his car and he's talking to someone on the phone and you can hear it outside. And again, he's talking about, you know, like he doesn't sell Valium but he does sell gear and you know, he's talking about other other um class A drug deals that he had done from this yellow Ford Focus that he was driving. And uh and apparently like once he was shown this, he said, you know, I I still was mean he was still maintaining his innocence in court even. And they said, look, here's here's the footage. Here's what we've got. And he just completely admitted to the whole thing, went away for two and a half years. But again, that's one case where, you know, uh, as a lot of lawyers have said, you know, these dash cam footage, you know, these these files can cut both ways. It can help you or it could really hurt you in some cases. You know, if it shows you've been driving aggressively up until the point of that accident and then you're trying to say this accident was caused just by another bad driver. Uh, they may have, you know, a different opinion if they look at that.
3: I'm also wondering, now that you mention it, uh, for audio-enabled dash dashcams, uh, I'm wondering if the content there could be pulled without an accident occurring. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. maybe somebody's got a messy divorce proceeding. Yeah. Or maybe somebody is... Uh, They're doing some financial crimes. I don't know. They're having a conversation on the phone that gets picked up, like you said, with we'll th- the gearhead.
2: Well, think about this also. Like, Let's say that, you know, we talked about uh, Uber and Lyft drivers and, you know, drivers that are shared ride, maybe taxis or something. Yeah. Uh, they've got the camera lens facing backwards, but they've also got audio on so they can record what's happening. It's for their own safety, really. And I understand sure. that. That makes sense. However, it's also illegal unless you're telling them that you're recording them. You know, uh, they can see the video. They can, you know, maybe you've got a little sign, but it might have to have... It might have to say we're recording audio as well because you might pick up their private conversations and then be able to use that against them somehow or use that, you know, in, in a different way or it might become public knowledge. That's when you need to have two-party
4: consent. That's different in every state. Right, right. Like, yeah. George is yeah. one party.
2: Georgia is one party yeah. consent. Well, well that's a good that's a good point. I mean so so it varies state by state, but I mean there's there's so many different concerns here with audio and video and and what you're picking up and what you're using it for. Yeah. Really. And also so,
4: when at what point do you have to give someone your private footage that you you know, right. you've taken or how far back can they go in that footage? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, there's a lot of gray area here, and, oh. which is another reason to be concerned about the use of the cameras. It means you a the lot that you place. guys
3: aren't automatically calling me tinfoil haddish and crazy. No, of course not. Of course, now we do that uh, while I'm in the room. We do that off mic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, I I think I've only got a couple more things here and then we'll maybe wrap it up. But I did want to say that there are some some brands out there that are expensive and there's some brands out there that are inexpensive. Uh, We haven't really talked about the disparity in price yet. And I will tell you that, you know, you can pick you can pick one up from like some of the big names that you would expect, like Garmin or Cobra or Pioneer. And I think there's even some called like there's one called Falcon Eye which has some real high-end equipment There's kenwood Um, lots of different makers and lots of different features you can look for but when i said you know that kurt and i were talking about the disparity in prices you know the the difference in like the from low to high the cheapest one that that i found online that you can buy i couldn't hardly believe this when i found it you can buy a 720 1080p full hd car camera recorder uh, that has 170-degree wide angle and night vision, H- claims HDMI hookups, for $3.64. What? I know. I know. And I got to believe that that is probably not a high-def image that you would uh, would be able to use in court. I bet it's pretty low-res. I don't think that it's going to be as fantastic as it may makes itself out to appear in the, in this ad for $3.64. There's just no way.
3: Yeah, uh, I got to be honest with you, man. If the point of a dash cam is to stop scams, that sounds like you're entering into one.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe right, I'm so, wrong. Maybe but, I'm wrong. But then I was surprised on the other end of the spectrum. You know, you do the sort feature and you get mm. the most expensive one. And you do get to a company that that I mentioned just a second ago, Falcon FalconEye. Yeah. And Falcon FalconEye has a completely different set of clientele, I believe. They've got the fleet owners. So these are people that are adding... Um, um, Dash cams to their fleet of trucks, like maybe semi trucks or you know cross country haulers. Sure. Yeah. these will have multi camera capability. They have uh, password sign ins that the drivers don't have access to. Um, it has uh, streaming capability so that you know they can be viewed from anywhere the the owner chooses. You know, like if they're back in the office or at home or wherever, they can watch what the drivers are up to. Wi Fi capability, all that. We're talking in the neighborhood of like. to $1,500, but the cameras, they may be uh, equipped with like, you know, anywhere from three to eight cameras. Um, Again, they have a lot of added uh, complexity to the system as well. I mean, they're they're not, uh, you know, the $3 camera that we're talking about here um, at the cheap end. These are the real, real expensive ones, and there's everything in between. And I kind of found that... um, the best ones, the ones that are mostly recommended by uh, the current list, the 2020 lists for, you know, the best value for your money, the best, you know, the best optics at night, that type of thing. Ballpark price here seems to be right around $250. That seems to be like a top, like a really good quality one, brand name, one that has a good image. It's got good reputation, good ratings. You can get them for $50 that are still decent, but they won't have the options that the ones that are two fifty will have, and I mean, this is like with anything else. You can go to the extremes. You can sure. go to the three dollar one. You can go to the twelve hundred dollar one if you want. Uh, but somewhere in the middle is usually the best best deal for you.
3: It's so weird too, uh, because as you said, this field is still evolving very quickly with the technology, right? And it's converging with other technologies, cloud connections, so on. Uh, but I don't think we mentioned how new dash cams are. Like dash cams really started mainstreaming for civilian drivers in 2012.
2: Yeah, I is wonder that, nuts? that is nuts because you know we've seen so many dash cam footage clips from uh, police cars. Police
3: police have used oh, yeah. these for seems like 10 12 years now. Some of the best television in uh, American history is composed <laughs> almost entirely of footage from police dash cams. I watch
2: I watch hours of that every week I think. it's so it's so entertaining to me. I love cuz it's it's all um uh, police chase is captured on some of these dash cams and some of that footage is just unbelievable it's 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 amazing to watch but uh you can get similar footage i guess if you're uh if you're up to it ben if you're out jumping your Ford escape someday yeah. i do uh, expect that you'll have a dash cam in place when you do that and kurt i are you going to get a dash cam do you think Eventually. Eventually. Eventually? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think Why we'll not? capture on your... Are you, you going be chasing down bikers on the road, doing a little
4: intimidation
3: tactics?
4: No, no. You're like the opposite, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play it safe. Yeah, I know you do. I do want to know where you go to jump your cars, though.
3: Oh, there are there are places uh, all over. Uh, thanks to the fine services of uh, the city of Atlanta, uh, you know <laughs> what I mean. You can jump your car almost yeah, anywhere. Yeah, makeshift ramps. The big yeah. thing is whether you can land it. Yeah. honestly, yeah. Yeah. that's
2: crazy. The uh, the Department of Transportation is building ramps for us now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It just seems like it anyway. It does. Yeah. Um, I, I would say also uh, this is a serious question. Do you think we could get a price break if we all went in like if we if we each got one front one rear camera, then we'd be buying six mm-hmm. uh I'm not gonna go with that four dollar dash camera oh no that's, no, no, that's and and space. you know
2: that's that's something too like you might be able to buy a setup that has a front and rear, which by the way makes for really great footage if oh, you yeah. Have, you know if, the, oh, if yeah. there is there's a lot of footage online so if you if you haven't done this yet and I can't imagine that many oh, listeners have not but check out dash cam footage.
3: Most of it is gonna come as as Kurt said from Russia. Check out the Russian dash cam footage. There's other there are other players in the game, but Russia is by far and away the best when it comes to dash cam footage. Primo uh, Russian. It's yeah, just the, dash wack, cam the wacky stuff seems to happen there. Yeah. Russia is to dash cams as <laughs> um, as the United States is to baseball. There are other people doing it. But there's one country that clearly is the best.
2: I feel like I'm prepping for the SAT here when I hear <laughs> a question like that. You, know, like,
3: <laughs> uh, you can see some. You can see uh, all kinds of things. You can see meteorite. Uh, you can see a meteor shower.
2: Yeah, right? uh, Kerr was just talking about this. That was uh, that's one of your favorite ones, right? The uh, the meteorite strike in Russia. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Plane crashes. You can see mm-hmm. uh,
2: some air disasters happen, unfortunately, in front of you. Uh, there's lots of natural disaster footage, bridges collapsing, that type of thing. Uh, just uh, there's a multitude of things you can you can look for, but they all come up under the keyword of dash cam footage. And it, it's something worthwhile to watch just to kill a little time if you need to. Uh, it's it's entertaining. It's also a little scary. Uh, and it may even kind of shock you into wanting to get one of these for yourself just to protect yourself. When you r- really start to look at some of the scams that are pulled and some of the... Uh, the dire consequences that could result if these people didn't have a dash cam
3: you know they, they could be in real serious legal trouble better safe than sorry and then also i would i would consider for anyone who is just concerned about documentation in general uh, i do want you to know it is not illegal to have your dash cam running if you are pulled over by law enforcement or anything like that so um, you know it's it's it keeps everything transparent yeah, there's plenty I, of clips of that online, too. Yeah, I think we're at this stage. We're at kind of a sweet spot because once the stuff come, becomes cloud-connected, guys, I'm going to freak out. I'm gonna, I, I am going to freak out and go a little bit like a uh, uh, conspiratorial and I'll probably... I'll probably try to find some way to disconnect mine from the web.
2: Well, just hang on to that escape, and you'll be okay, right?
3: Yeah, I hope so, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like um, when we were lost in that great North American quiet zone or something, we had to use your old <laughs> tomahawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, it was a Garmin, yeah. Garmin, the, uh, sorry,
2: an, yeah. an ancient Garmin uh, um, GPS device, and it worked perfectly. It really got us out of a jam. Yeah, that place. So, yeah, now's great. the time to buy your dash cams. Yeah. And then save
4: them for when you can't find one that doesn't automatically connect you to the network. Oh, good idea. Oh, that is a good, good idea. idea. Yeah.
3: All right. No, I'm in. I'm going to – my new business is going to be vintage dash cams. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, aren't you also stockpiling light bulbs for some reason? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well,
2: I'm well not you ready don't like i public with that information. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry, no, sorry. The,
3: no, you're fine. I like the teaser. Oh, well, we, we don't just...
2: know where you store them. No, that's, no. That's critical. Yeah, that's mission okay. critical yeah, for yeah. me. So in that bunker.
3: Okay. Look, <laughs> I'm leaving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all no, right, this all right.
3: re- I mean, the, I, I want to hear from other people. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. Let us know your experience with dash cams. Now, obviously, we're not saying every driver is a criminal. Obviously, we're not saying anything derogatory about the fine men and women in law enforcement who are literally risking their lives every day. Uh, but Law enforcement caught on to dash cams way before the civilian world did, and they did so because there's a reason. They yeah. work. They can save money. More importantly, they can save your life.
2: Yeah, they protect them, right? They protect them against many, many legal battles that would have been lost uh, had there not been uh, kind of that well, the young blinking eye, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's like it just shows you what's there. Simply that, no more. I mean, you get you get the audio, you get the video. It's all laid out right there, and uh, let the judge decide.
3: And I guess by save your life, I mean it can save you from a life in prison. Well, that's true. Yeah. That
2: too. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So I think we've got the uh, the
3: social media
2: taken care of. But if you want to check out our archive of information or archive of shows, You can do that at iHeart.com or you can go to Apple Podcasts and you can leave feedback, hopefully positive feedback, but you can leave any kind of feedback you want there at either one of those. And uh, as always, we are trying to grow our audience. So, you know, anytime you you hear something you like, maybe tell a friend, you know, get somebody on board listening to car stuff. And uh, if you do so, uh, Ben will send you a special gift in the
3: mail. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, that's true. No, send us your address. (laughs) Uh, No promises that you will enjoy said gift. (laughs) nor any promises as to the monetary value of said gift. But yeah, yeah, hit us up. Uh, and maybe we'll have like a drawing. No, Scott, you painted us into this corner. Now, now we're doing it. We're right, I'm not
2: giving away anything from my desk. I love everything on my desk. All right, all right. Well, I think that's about it. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you next time. Car Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, old spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26 restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
0: It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.